It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Well, almost uh, right there. No Brady uh, Beaton uh, for uh, this one. Brady is uh, off for the weekend. Well, he's not off for the weekend. He's just on a road trip to uh, Missouri for Wayne State uh, football. He's going to do some sideline reporting for the uh, Warriors uh, game uh, tomorrow. So he got the weekend off. But Matt Shook helped us out. He did the uh, Port Huron Northern Lakeshore uh, game. Uh, And in just a moment, when we run through the uh, scores from the Macomb Area Conference from uh, games that uh, were uh, played on uh, Friday night, we'll uh, talk with uh, Matt Shook, and uh, he'll give us the lowdown down on the uh, Huskies game, which was very surprisingly very low scoring. Not that uh, Northern doesn't give up uh, many points. We know that about them. But I was expecting a little more offense from Northern. Big win for the Big Reds. Big wins for uh, Marysville and St. Clair and Marine City. So it was more or less a sweep through the uh, MAC and big dealings going on in the uh, BWAC with uh, Armada being impressive in their victory over Richmond on Friday night. That's the game that I was at. We'll get to uh, highlights uh, and uh, BWAC uh, talk and a whole lot more coming up in just a moment. But uh, we'll talk Northern football next with Matt Shook. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. 
Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Magnet International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. So uh, a bad snap on a punt set up Northern inside the uh, 20, and they got a 13-yard touchdown uh, pass to uh, Jacob Kerrigan, and, and that was it, a 7 nothing win over Lakeshore. All right, so Brady had the uh, weekend off, and that meant I had to put Matt Shook to work. Who is Matt Shook? <sighs> Who is Matt Shook? Uh, he's the guy that helped me uh, this week in uh, flashbacks. Um because was Northern this good defensively the last time you were through these parts? No. Casey Cusera was the coach back then. They had a pretty good program. They were doing fine. And plus they were, you know, we're talking Mac uh, Red, right? Like yeah. I mean, they were in the top division of the Mac. So they were going up against such good teams every week that it was hard to kind of gauge how they were doing, really. I mean, they, were, they weren't winning some games here and there. And then you have the PH crossover sometimes. But the way that Larry Rollins has this thing going – it's you watch it, and this is the first time I've seen a Larry Co- Larry Rollins coach team live. It's obvious why they're why they're winning. I mean, these guys are in shape. They're playing two platoons, so they have enough numbers. And Lakeshore comes in. They've got guys playing both sides. It's a little bit of a warm night. 
Uh, the quarterback's playing middle linebacker on Lakeshore. He, he's a good – he's a great player. He did great. Uh, but at the end of the day, you get to the second half, and he's a little bit out of gas. Zorian Simmons, we talked about him on the broadcast so much about the good things he did. But that northern front seven, these guys are in shape. They have great frames. You could see a lot of these guys maybe playing some college football, fill out a little bit as time goes on. He's obvi- Larry's obviously got these guys in the weight room, and uh, that defense was was really impressive. And the offense obviously needs some work. Yeah, th- that's the, the big thing. Well, first off, Lakeshore a little bit because th- this has been a weird four weeks for them. Week one, they score 36, but they give up 51. Mm-hmm. Week two – they score Gibson 19 Lincoln, right? yeah, and, and give up 49 to St. Clair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last week they play a 9-7 to game, and this week they play a 7 to nothing game. So it's obvious after the first two weeks they worked on their defense, but apparently at the expense of their offense. Yeah, it's a hard one to figure out. And you and I know that what we think we know about a high school football team can change from week to week after all these years of doing this. But uh, – there's athletes on Lakeshore. I, I think they had a – it seemed like there were a couple of good-looking athletes that weren't dressed tonight. So I think that that might have had something to do with it. I wish I had more information about that for you. But uh, Simmons just couldn't really carry the load as much as he was asked to and, and he needed to. And with Northern, uh, it was just a really good-looking defense right now. Uh, Lakeshore, they're going to win a game. Like, they're 0-4. They're going to win a game. Uh, they'll win a blue game. Uh, but Northern, I can see that team being the class of the league and, and Rollins and those guys to get their third title in four years. And, and there's a lot of football to be played, obviously, in a big game October 8th with uh, the Big Reds that will have a lot to probably do with the uh, the championship here in the division. But I see a really athletic front seven, a really strong front seven that's going to wear a lot of teams down this year. Let's, because uh, we know their defense has been good. Uh, we've been bragging about their defense for during their four weeks now, uh, and even going back to last season, we saw the beginnings of this because uh, uh, we looked it over. It, it's been like thirty something games since they've given up thirty points in a game, so they've been doing this for a while rather consistently. But offensively, I'm just a little concerned that at some point that's going to be their Achilles heel. They've got a eight eight to six win over East Point, a seven nothing win over Lakeshore. They've got to score more than that, especially when you talk about Port Huron High is coming up. That that's a big one. Um, I, I'm you know I don't know what to expect from Lance Cruz, but I don't think they're a bad team. You, you could probably get away with uh, an off night against uh, Sterling Heights, but Romeo's on the schedule. You better score some points in that game or you're going to get embarrassed. There are makings of something there. I mean, obviously, the way that Joel Steinauer runs is, is a good thing to build on uh, as a team. Uh, you wish, like, I mean, when uh, Prone gets in there as kind of the second running back, uh, a nice little change of pace there for him. Uh, Steinauer does a pretty good job as the lead feature back. Uh, and tonight it was 41 yards on 13 carries. Dylan Bloink, the quarterback, uh, he does the short passes really well. He didn't misfire. You see NFL guys misfire short passes a lot of times. Those out routes look good. The receivers look good. I mean, and, and, and uh, MJ made some nice catches today, especially uh, kind of keeping one of those uh, fourth-quarter drives that actually didn't end up in points. But a uh, couple of third-down conversions for MJ Green, who looks like a really nice athlete, 
by the way. Oh my gosh. But um, but Dylan and he did make the uh, the play on the touchdown where he kind of rolled right and uh, found Jacob Kerrigan, who did the rest of the work for it on that 13-yard touchdown, the only score of the game. And then, to his credit, uh, Dylan stepped up and uh, made the big play when it needed to be made, uh, faked the handoff to Bloink there on, on third and three, and rolled out to his left, dove over for the first down to, uh, to seal the win. So, I, in, in a second-year starter, I know he's only a junior. Uh, he's got that sidearm throw. It looks like a nice arm. I see it. I mean, we're four weeks into a high school football season. We're coming off of his sophomore year where he probably didn't play with his team all summer, right? It's this COVID year that was crazy last year. Uh, they didn't play a full schedule even. Uh, it's just you kind of throw that one out for development in a lot of ways. But you get him in this summer. You get Larry Rollins to be coaching him. And, I mean, if you had to pick one thing that's doing well for the first half of the season, you'd rather have the defense playing well right now, right? And the offense can kind of come along. Like I said, there are skill players there for Northern. They can unlock this stuff as it goes on. But when you talk about that defense and the numbers that they've put up so far, that's going to be really tough to beat. And especially in the Mac Blue, I think, I, I mean, I think they're going to continue to have, I mean, they're 4-0, but it's like this weird kind of win that you don't feel great about at 7 nothing at home on homecoming. But I mean, I think it's going to continue to be a very good season for them. Well, I, I, I feel like they're going to keep winning and that they'll be undefeated when we get to week seven and they've got the PH uh, game. And based on what PH did tonight, they went down to Frazier and scored 31 in the first half mm -hmm. and then coasted to a 31-14 win. Uh, the, the Big Reds might not suffer another loss, uh, and you could have a 6-0 and against a 5-1 and going into the Crosstown Showdown. And you know we get pumped for that if the two teams only have one win between them. Yeah, because imagine if win. they're 11 Someone's and 1 between win. them, yeah. Yeah, no, and and that that'll be great. And and I'm I'm jealous that that'll be something that you guys are covering uh every day, but yeah, I mean I, I think that uh that the Northern's going to be ready for that and PH is probably tired of Northern's success these last few years. And, and, you know, PH is obviously – when you compare the Frazier score, right? I mean, here's a team that had a lot of trouble against Frazier, and here's the team that, that waxed Frazier tonight. So it's like we can sit here and, and punditry about that, but we, all, we also know that uh, that doesn't really mean anything at the end of the day, right? That, no, yeah. That it's, it's going to be – Trying to figure all this out, <laughs> uh, especially this year. This has been a really tough year. Mm -hmm. you know, well, you know, I'm old. I've been doing this for a long time. I don't. Uh, I think that. we invented the the term "be wacky" way <laughs> back when. Um, I'm sure I got into a headline or two back in the but, day. But but the entire season, all the leagues, it's just been so frustratingly fun, but difficult mm -hmm. to figure out who's where and doing what. I, I take the game that I went to tonight. Did not expect uh, a, a blowout Central, game, yeah. and, and I got a blowout game, and, and what I thought was going to go down to whoever had the ball last was going to win. Yeah, I mean, that sounded like a wild one, and I know you expected a really good game and, and flip a coin and all that, but that's obviously not what happened. But uh, be wacky, like you said. But I got <laughs> before we move on from Northern here, I just got to talk about these guys. Troy Daniels, Zach Sayers, Colin Orr, Ryan Collins, uh, Josh Simpson, Alex Armstrong, Luke Fletcher, and I'm sure I'm missing names of these guys that rotated in a little bit on this front seven for Brett Vandrew's defensive unit for Northern, I was really impressed. Like, there's just a lot of really good-looking athletes that don't get tired, that 
it's a different guy on a different play who comes in and maybe he doesn't make the sack, but he disrupts the play enough where two other guys clean it up. And it's not Braden where it's the one guy that everyone's yeah. zeroing in on and he makes these YouTube type of plays all the time, but it's just like solid players. And I think that's, you know, I think that's you build a program and you get guys in the weight room for years and years. And these guys have wide shoulders. They're strong. They're tall. It's just a, a it's not, it's not the nor and this is no knock on whatever happened ten years ago, but it's a different looking northern team, and I think in a good way. Well, I, I think Fletcher and Sayer the first three weeks have really been a good combo. Fletcher kind of disrupts, and then Sayer cleans it up. He kind of filters the guys to Sayer, uh, but he's really a factor. And word on the street is he's going to be visiting uh, Clemson this weekend. Wow. So. Yeah, and I'm there not Our team's interested in him, even though he's just a junior. There was a couple of plays where he not only made the play, but, like, it was a violent play. Like, he, he like, one time he kind of came in a little high. It was chest. It wasn't, like, a neck thing. But, like, it was like, wow, that was, that was the biggest high school hit I've seen in a while <laughs> that, that he made. And, and I believe that he can go play on Saturday for sure. Now, here, here's Larry Rollins. He was a gunslinger. Yep. He he was a gunslinger, Friend of mine. Yeah. and, and they, they chucked the ball all over the place when he was a, a big red. I don't know if we're supposed to mention that, but <laughs> um, what do you think and, and do you think it has anything to do with what they do offensively? Because his philosophy now as a head coach is we take we have a 40-second play clock. We're waiting 39 seconds before we snap the ball. Yeah, yeah. Um... And, and it, it was different tonight because I came up here and expected to see Northern score a lot of points, and that obviously didn't happen. So, uh, Larry, I talked to him the other night on the phone, and he said, you know, Lakeshore looks like we used to look, where you run a wing back on a – what Northern used to look like, mm -hmm. what, what Port Huron Northern used to look like. Not we, but back before his time. Whereas a wing back coming across – and, yeah, they've got they – had, they had four wide – for Lakeshore, but they weren't throwing the ball unless it was, you know, they were spreading it out so that Simmons could go straight up the middle behind that offensive line, which did not work, by the way. And, and I'm not criticizing Lakeshore because they didn't have a lot of options of things they could do against that tough defense. But, yeah, uh, Larry spread it out and threw it and, and did the things that he obviously wanted to do. He's found his quarterback that's his uh, project, and I mean that in a good way, and blank of, of things that are going to progress over the next year plus after this too. So, um, I, yeah, I, I was really impressed with the game that Larry called. And, uh, and I think he, he, he takes pride in the fact that he spreads it out. And as a quarterback, that's throwing a bunch, uh, blank ended up, I mean, there wasn't, Dylan's not going to talk about this as his best night that he's had. I can tell that he's had better nights than this, no doubt about it, but 11 and 19, 90 yards, a touchdown. One of these picks was off of receivers. You know, things happen. Um, you can see this, this offense and this kid putting up big numbers as time goes on. All right, so Northern gets the seven nothing win over Lakeshore. Any uh, final thoughts on this, Matt? Just that de the defensive front. I, I just really liked it, and I think a lot of kids can maybe go play college. And I think that um, Brett Van Drew and Larry are doing a great job, and it was nice to see. And Dennis, thank you so much for having me up here. A beautiful weather night in late September in the Blue Water area. Drove around a little bit before the game and uh, spent some time with a friend tonight, too, as well. Kyle Weimer, one of my best friends, and just always a pleasure to come up to PH and uh, looking forward to doing it again soon. Uh, believe me, if we need <laughs> you again, we'll bring you back.
Um, and uh, I didn't I, say working again soon. I meant <laughs> coming again soon. But yes, well, of course, we'll we'll, of we'll course. bring you back. Yeah, for we'll, sure. Well, uh, I'll I'll put you to uh, look uh, a work, especially if uh, this Wayne State thing works out for Brady. Yeah, there you go. That hey, good for him. All right, Matt Shook helping us out. All right, um, keeping on with uh, games that uh, happened in the uh, MAC Blue. How about Port here in High? They went down to Frazier and talked about it uh, on the last uh, podcast that this young big red team, you need good things to happen early on, and a lot good happened early on. 31 nothing big reds at the half, and they coast to a 31 to 14 uh, victory uh, tonight, and that's a uh, big win for uh, Port here in High as uh, they keep pace with Northern. Both teams now. 2-0 in league play. Northern is 4-0 overall. The Big Reds go to 3-1 overall. And again, Frazier was kind of the one where we thought, okay, if the Big Reds can win this one, we like them at home because they get to come home now. The next four Big Red games are at Memorial Stadium, even though technically they'll be the road team uh, in Week 7 against Northern. But they get uh, Lance Cruz at home next week, followed by Lakeshore, and then the uh, the Northern uh, game. While uh, Port here on Northern with the win tonight, they're at Sterling Heights next week. Huskies will be the big favorite in that one. And then they go to Lance Cruz. So you could be looking at a 6-0 and Northern team and a 5-1 and Big Reds team when we get the Crosstown showdown. And I know I'm kind of being more like Brady right now because he's the guy that likes to look at the schedule and kind of guess ahead uh, at, at what we're going to have. And I'm more of, uh, well, we'll just we'll play the next one and we'll see what the record is after that. But as I look at that, I mean, you, you just got to start feeling that. The, the Northern defense – is just rock solid, and the the Big Reds now, um, th- since week one, where they had the bad second half at Stony Creek against a really good Stony Creek team, um, they are scoring points, and they are playing defense. Uh, 31, 28, and 31 for points for, and points against 8, 8, uh, and this week 14. So uh, they're young, the Big Reds are, but uh, they're playing some uh, really good uh, football over the last uh, three weeks and uh, winning some football games. Uh, speaking about winning some football games, this was a good week uh, in the uh, area for our MAC uh, teams. PH gets a win. Northern gets a win. How about St. Clair? Uh, East Point gave Northern fits. St. Clair 51 East Point 28 was the uh, final score at East China Stadium on Friday night. That's a huge, huge win for the uh, the Saints uh, in the uh, MAC Gold. Where again, we've been talking about it all the year. St. Clair doesn't even really have to play winning football to maybe get into the uh, playoffs, but you you know they want to play winning football. But th- they've had an interesting go at it because they've had to go on the road. Against Marine City, technically that was a road game. I know they play it at at, uh, East China Stadium. And they had to go at Roseville, and they didn't fare too well in those two games. They got outscored 109-12. to But when it has been against opponents that we think they should take care of business, the Saints have put 100 points on the board. They put up 49 against Lakeshore, again, a team that Northern only scored seven against uh, on Friday night. And they put up 51 against East Point. Again, a team Northern only scored eight points against. So 
St. Clair kind of Jekyll and Hyde, but when it's been bad, it's because they've been playing really good team. Uh, Marine City, we know that. They're good. Roseville, folks, if you get a, get a chance to uh, see a Panther game, they're legit. So now the Saints are kind of set up in, in a nice situation because they go next to Gross Point North, and, and we think – that that is a game that they can compete in. And if it's the Saints team that's put up 100 points and two wins, boy, you like their chances on the road there. Cousineau at home, that's – I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. That's a slam dunk win. Uh, then they play at Tower. And, again, I think they can compete against Tower. Saw Tower really kind of get torn apart by PH earlier this year. It'll be tougher down at uh, Tower. These are some winnable games for St. Clair coming up uh, and to uh, not just beat East Point, but to put 51 points uh, up on the board against them. Uh, that is a big night. And speaking of big nights, Hazel Park hadn't been scored on this season. They uh, Well, they had a forfeit in week one, but they had pitched back-to-back shutouts since. And Marysville really didn't know what to expect or, or which Vikings we're going to uh, be there in this uh, Big Mac Silver uh, game for both teams. Uh, and uh, Marysville rolls them 46-22. to 22. Carter Sacucci, 16 carries, 128 yards, two touchdowns. Michael Sacucci, 12 carries, 75 yards, and a touchdown. And those are the kind of numbers as they combine for 203 yards and three touchdowns. Those are the numbers that we were told – that these guys could put up, and they're the numbers that we expected them to uh, put up. And again, you look at what the Vikings have done. They had to go on the road to Northern, on the road to Marine City. Didn't fare too well in those games. But when they played center line at home, they ripped them 49-14, to and Michael Sacucci that night, uh, five touchdowns and over 300 yards rushing. I think it was 329 yards, something like that. And they get back at Walt Braun Stadium uh, on Friday night, and a Hazel Park team that had not been scored on. Again, want to reiterate that. They hadn't given up a point this season. They shut out Lincoln and Madison. Madison was a road game. Uh, and uh, 46 for the, uh, the Vikings, Noah LaValle, solid, four out of five, 115 yards, 67-yard touchdown pass to Thomas tonight. But here's the, the other part about it uh, that, that this one blew my mind. Ten sacks, ten sacks for the Marysville defense. Case had five, Peachot had two, Sable, Lobear, and Todd each uh, with a sack apiece. So Marysville got it from both sides. Uh, on uh, Friday night, and uh, they get a big victory for Hazel Park. And now you kind of look at it and you go, can they run off a, a few here uh, at Madison next week, Clintondale at home? Those are games that the, the Vikings uh, can have a chance in, and if, if you can get business done over, over the next couple of weeks, you could be looking at a 4-2 and two Marysville team when they face uh, Fitzgerald at uh, home in week seven. Speaking of, Fitzgerald has been uh, scoring points against uh, everybody on uh, earth in alarming fashion. 
64 against Cousineau, 62 against Lamphere, 34 last week at uh, Clintondale, but they were no match for Marine City. I don't know why. Like when we first looked at this game, Brady and I, we were like, oh, man, we th- we're pretty sure Marine City's going to win. But Fitz is kind of that team where you, you don't know. You think maybe they can compete. I don't know that anybody in the silver can compete with Marine City right now. At least I haven't seen it yet. 41-12, to 12, the Mariners go down to Fitz and and just, just crush them. So the Marine City, 43 points against St. Clair. 47 at Southlake, 48 against Marysville, 41 now against Fitzgerald. The defense gave up 12 in week one, six in week two, eight last week, and 12 this week. 12 this week to a Fitzgerald team that had scored 160 points the first three weeks of the season. Is there anything that they don't do well? And they get Clintondale at home next week, then go to Hazel Park, then they get Madison at home. Then the, their crossover in week eight is at Lincoln. And then they get Notre Dame uh, prep at home. I don't know who's going to beat the, the Mariners. And Notre Dame prep is the toughest game left on their schedule. But they're not infallible. And, in fact, uh, uh, they lost big to somebody tonight. Um, and the fact that the Mariners get to play that uh, at home. Mariners have a chance to run the, the table uh, in the uh, – regular season uh, this year. They're, they're just looking like a, a solid football team, and they are a solid 4-0 and to uh, start the uh, season. Uh, one other score that I wanted to pass on before I take the uh, break, uh, Anchor Bay got a nice win tonight in Mac White play. Uh, Anchor Bay blows out Utica Ford 35 to nothing. The Tars are now 2-0 and in the white and 3-1 and uh, overall. Uh, and uh, for them, they get the uh, the shutout. Their wins have been big, 37-14 at Pioneer, 42-7 at home against Mott last week, and they go on the road this week and pitch a 35-0 shutout, and their only loss was to Dakota, 39-7, but a lot of teams lose to Dakota. Just ask uh, Chippewa Valley, who's pretty good too usually. Uh, they lost to uh, Dakota on uh, Friday night. So that's what happened in the uh, – Mac, uh, we'll talk about the uh, BWAC and the game that I was at, which was Armada and Richmond. That and more coming up here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 850 7520. 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change anytime. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N car C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back. Uh, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Uh, it's uh, Dennis Stuckey uh, with you. Let's uh, hit the uh, BWAC and uh, what happened uh, basically this week because uh, we uh, found out uh, on uh, Thursday that uh, Crosslex and Imlay City weren't going to play their uh, game. Imlay City had to forfeit, so the Pioneers get the win, which I think they would have gone out and gotten anyway. But it's got to be frustrating for uh, Mike Legros, uh and and his uh, group. They're they're trying to get into that groove, and and I guess we're uh, kind of Brady and I are kind of at fault about this uh, too, because we really hype this this football uh, team, and uh, you know the Williamston uh, game was a tough game for them, but uh, they've taken care of business uh, with uh, wins over uh, North Branch and uh, Yale, but but they're really trying to, to work it out. And this was an opportunity again this week to maybe cut loose against somebody. And while you get the uh, the win, I'm sure it's not very satisfying to do it by a, a forfeit. Um, and, and the other part uh, about it is that you, you kind of end up getting a bye week here in week uh, four, which uh, maybe gives them some uh, extra time to uh, prepare for uh, Richmond. So maybe – it's a good thing. Maybe it isn't a good thing. I don't know. But in the end, Crosslex gets a win, so they stay undefeated in league play. Then uh, because of uh, the situation with officials around the uh, state, uh, the Almont-Algonac game got moved to Thursday night uh, down at uh, Algonac where the officials there did the JV game and then they stayed and did the varsity uh, game. So you had the same crew working two games at the same place just so the, the, that they could help out with the uh, the officiating situation. And and it was fortunate for me because I get to go down and watch this game and, and try to figure out what Elmont is. They're now 3-1 uh, and one overall and 3-0 and oh in league after winning this game over Algonac rather impressively 40 to nothing. And it looks like your typical Elmont team. They're not that big, but damn, are they fast. A lot of speed on uh, the field for uh, Elmont. Matt Measle really impressed me. Seven carries, 144 yards. He scored on a 56-yard run 13 seconds into the game. First play from scrimmage, um, and that set the tone as uh, Elmont scored 21 in the first quarter and then just rolled from there for the 40 to nothing victory. Measle had two touchdowns in the game. His other one, came on a 17-yard catch for a uh, score in the uh, second uh, quarter with uh, just uh, 29 seconds left in the half. Uh, that touchdown made it 28 to nothing at the time. Mason Smith was a name that we'd been told about before the season started, that uh, he would be a good runner for uh, Elmont this year. 11 carries, 123 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, one of them was a 52-yard run, so he didn't do anything to uh, dispel my faith uh, in uh, that. Uh, and then the other guy, at least offensively for uh, Elmont, that I really like, I really like their quarterback, Brock uh, Conger. Uh, he had a touchdown rushing, but he, he only rushed twice in the game for 13 yards and a touchdown. Uh, and they didn't throw much. They didn't have to. They were up big early in this one. But he was four out of six for 85 uh, yards. Um, and in particular, he used his tight ends. 
Uh, Hayden Lacavera had two catches for 41 yards, and uh, Gavin uh, Lozma had a 27-yard uh, pass catch, plus he threw the 17-yard touchdown to, uh, to Measle. Um, I really like the way Brock uh, Conger uh, played. So Almont was impressive, uh, and, and they outmatched uh, Algonac. Um, and this is an Almont team that, again, in week one, they lost 25 to nothing at a state power in Monroe-St. Mary's. Since then, uh, and I know it's probably, well, record-wise, it's the three weakest teams in the BWAC. But when you play these teams, you've got to dominate them, and that's exactly what Almont has done. 43-7 to over Yale, 39 nothing over Imlay City. 40 to nothing over Algonac. And again, you can say, well, it's Yale, Emily City, Algonac, whatever. Two of those wins were uh, on the road. They've got to go to North Branch next week. And that might be a more telling uh, game. Again, North Branch isn't what they were last year, but North Branch is still a quality team. And you have to go on the road at North Branch. Um, and then after that, they've got Croslex, then they've got Armada, and then they're at Richmond. And then they close out with a non-league game against Goodrich. So they have played the three weak teams in the BWAC. Now they're going to run the gauntlet. Now they're going to run the gauntlet, and we'll really find out about Almont over these uh, next uh, five uh, football games. But these next four games in the BWAC are going to be really tough. I think Elmont is good, but we'll find out how good they are and if they stack up with the big boys um, over the next uh, couple of uh, weeks. Speaking of the big boys, that's where I was on Friday night for Armada-Richmond, a battle of two teams that came into the game at 3-0, uh, and oh. Two teams that, as I sat there watching them warm up, the only thing that I could see that was different about them was the color of the uniforms. Size, they look about the same. Speed, they looked about the, the same. But when the game got going, they weren't the same. Armada came ready to play at home, and they put up a big performance and knocked off Richmond on Friday night. 34 to 10. Let's get to the highlights before we get to the details. And uh, Fodale is the back now. And this time, Heb is going to go under center with two receivers to the right. Pitch back, Fodale. And he's looking to throw it himself on a trick play. Got a man wide open. It's caught by Vite. Across the 50 and streaking down the field. Vite will score on a 76-yard trick play. Fodale throws it to Vite, and Armada opens the scoring and takes a 6-0 lead with 5.57 to go here in the first quarter. Conan the deep back. Ivano is the uh, front man in this pistol look. And Heb out of the gun with a receiver to either side. Wants to run with it again. Trying to bounce outside. There's room out there. Heb to the 10. Cuts up the far sideline to the 5. They can't catch him. He's into the end zone for a Tigers touchdown on a 16-yard run. And Armada has gotten another big score. And with 3.27 to go here in the half, it's 13-0 Tigers. Again, it's Drew Matiunas from 41 yards away to try to get the Blue Devils on the board. Good snap, good hold. Kick is on the way. It's got the distance. It's good. It's good. Drew Matiunas from 41 yards out gets Richmond on the board here in the final minute of the first half. 14-3 now with 42 seconds to play. 
239 to go here in the third. 14-13 Armada. Fourth down and three from the four. Dykes and Vivano in front of Conan in the three-man backfield. Heb to Conan. Conan dives over the pile. He's into the end zone for an Armada touchdown. They go for it on fourth and three from the four. And Conan gets all four yards. And Armada with 2.35 to go in the third goes up 20-3. to three. And they're first and goal now at the five, trying to put uh, another nail into the coffin. Conan straight ahead, dragging tacklers to the end zone, and he scores. Touchdown, Kyle Conan with 7.28 to go on the fourth. Armada 26, Richmond 3. The Tigers are starting to run away with it. First down, Tigers at about the uh, five-yard line. Give it to Conan again. Big hole up the middle, and he'll walk it into the end zone for his third touchdown of the game. And we've got more flags back down by the goal line. But it has turned into a blowout here in Armada. 1.20 to go in the ballgame, and Richmond just breaks the huddle now. They're down 34-3. to This one's been decided. Now they're just uh, looking to punch one in for the first time tonight. But they've got to get at least four yards here. And rolling out is Benetti. He's got a man out in front of him, throws it, and it's juggled, caught. But it'll be a Richmond touchdown as Cole Murphy hauls it in for the 11-yard score. And the Blue Devils get on the board touchdown-wise in this one. That'll make it 34-9 with under a minute to go here in the ballgame. They'll come up now with 30 seconds to go. Again, victory formation. Heb under center. Drops to a knee, and they won't have to snap it again. Clock will wind down. Final score, Armada Tigers 34, Richmond Blue Devils 10. And it was a very impressive win by Armada, and they go to 4-0 and on the season. In this football game, neither team really ran the ball well in the first half. Um, and that's that was kind of the calling card for both teams coming into the game was how good their uh, run attacks had been this season. And Richmond was held to uh, 39 yards rushing in the first half and only 100 yards for the game. Uh, Armada had 43 yards rushing at the half. They finished with 189, so they had 146 in the second half. Kyle Conan, 24 carries, 113 yards, three touchdowns. George Hebb, 13 carries, 79 yards, and a touchdown in the uh, game. Uh, Vincent Fodale was hardly used offensively. This this guy's a weapon, uh, and they, they basically put him in for, for two plays. He had a run for minus one yard, uh, and they he also they pitched the ball to him, and he, he – threw an 81-yard touchdown pass to Easton Vite to uh, open the uh, scoring. But as impressive as all that offense is, it was set up by this really good Armada Tigers defense. Five interceptions for Armada tonight. Five interceptions in the game. Kyle Mahaffey had two of them. Uh, Tristan uh, Erb had two as well but Mahaffey two interceptions he had a big sack in the first half as well just a vicious 
uh, kind of uh, a sack. Um, Matt Shook uh, in segment one talking about the Northern game talked about a violent hit. It was a violent hit by uh, Mahaffey uh, on a uh, sack. He also had a couple tackles for loss and was a big reason that Denny Saligan didn't get loose for uh, Richmond uh, tonight. And uh, Saligan had uh, 14 carries in the game, and they held him to just 50 yards uh, rushing. And uh, in the first half, uh, they had him uh, after seven carries at just six yards. This is a guy that's been busting 60, 70, 80-yard touchdown runs through the first uh, three weeks of the season. Jackson Jones also held in check. This is a guy that's been over 100 yards rushing in a couple of uh, games. One yard rushing in this uh, game. Uh, Jacob Morgan had to throw the ball 24 times. He was 10 out of 24 for 74 uh, yards. Uh, and Anthony Bonetti came in to finish the game and was one of two for 11 yards. So Richmond really had to throw the ball a lot in this game. Uh, and Armada just uh, wasn't phased by any of it. And it, it was a because Richmond's a good football team, folks. They're a good uh, team. But, again, something that uh, plagued them against Imlay City, and they got away with it, turnovers. They had six against Imlay City. They have five against Armada. When you turn the ball over, the, it might work against bad teams that you can pull it out, but against the good teams, they'll bite you. And the Armada Tigers were in the mood to uh, do a lot of biting on uh, Friday night. Uh, and uh, so they take an impressive 34-10 to uh, 10 victory. Now, the next two weeks, you assume they're going to be a heavy favorite when they play at Yale and host Imlay City. Then they uh, they close out the season with Elmont at Elmont and Crosslex at home on the 15th of uh, October. Circle that one because uh, that's probably going to be a really, really big game unless somebody throws a monkey wrench into it. And Richmond, they don't have any time to lick their wounds because they've got to turn around and go up to Croswell next uh, Friday night and take on the Croslex Pioneers, a game that we will have uh, here on GetStuckOnSports.com. In fact, that's where I will be next uh, Friday night is for the Croslex-Richmond uh, uh, game. Kind of mixing things up, uh, and we're going to give uh, Brady a chance to take a look at the port here in high big reds because don't want to get into the pattern of us always seeing the same teams all the time. I want to give uh, an opportunity to kind of see everybody so that we can get a, a better grasp on what's been going on this year. But uh, I'm going to tell you what, very impressed with Armada. I know we've talked about it, how they, they always have these good starts and then they uh, fade off into the, the sunset don't think there's a fade coming here from Armada. They uh, are the uh, the real deal. Are the Armada Tigers football is a thing this year in the uh, BWAC. They made a statement on Friday night with a big win over uh, Richmond to go to four and zero on the uh, season. And again, Richmond goes to Crosslex next week, uh, while uh, Armada will uh, get a game at Yale. Elmont's the other uh, undefeated. Uh, in the league still, and they've got a tough game at North Branch. North Branch beating Yale tonight by a 35-14 count. So uh, Yale uh, drops to uh, 0 and uh, 3 in the conference and 1 and 3 overall. And North Branch gets back to 500, and they get their first league win 
under their belt uh, for this uh, season. So they're one and two in BWAC play and two and two uh, overall. And and next week, it's a chance for uh, North Branch at home against Elmont, and you know that that's a big rivalry. That's a big rivalry. Coach Furman was at Elmont. Now he's at North Branch. He wants to win that game. North Branch kids want to win that game. Elmont kids want to win that game. Uh, and it will be a, a very interesting uh, match uh, going at uh, North Branch uh, next uh, week. And, again, that Elmont team is uh, fast. Brady's seen North Branch. I haven't seen North Branch yet. But Brady thinks that North Branch um, is solid. But uh, we'll see what happens uh, next week uh, in that, that game. That will be one of the more interesting games on the uh, the docket uh, as far as uh, next week's games are concerned. Let's uh, keep rolling here. Let's go over to the GTC East. The obvious big game in the GTC East uh, tonight was Ubley and Harbor Beach. Uh, it's the big game in that league seemingly almost every year for the past 1,000 years. Uh, and traditionally, Harbor Beach wins this game uh, they were 50 and 20 against Ubley in the last 70 meetings between the uh, two schools. Harbor Beach won this game last year, 16 to 14. But there's just something about Ubley um, that just makes us feel like this might be a special season for the Bearcats. They have opened with four really tough games, and they really haven't been challenged that much. Um, they beat Unionville Seabwing 32-22, but that game wasn't as close. Ubley was ahead, and Unionville Seabwing made it a little closer towards the end. They blew out Elkton Pigeon Bayport 40-8. to And again, those are crossover games with the GTC West, but those are teams that are generally solid programs. Last week, Marlette hung with them for a half, it was 28-21 Ubley at the break, and then Ubley scored 28 unanswered in the second half and went one going away, 56-21. Uh, and again, kind of the same thing with uh, Harbor Beach um, this time around. Ubley got up big. Harbor Beach battled back into the game, and then Ubley ends up winning by 17. 50-33 was the final score uh, on uh, Friday night. Ubley gets the win. So they're 2-0 and in uh, GTC East play and 4-0 and to start the season. Harbor Beach falls to 2-1 and in league and uh, are 2-2 two and two overall on the uh, this season. Um, and uh, it really, at this point, seems like uh, Ubley, uh, I don't want to give them a league title four weeks into the season, but they're going to be the fa favorite against Memphis. They're going to be the favorite against Sandusky, who they get at home, uh, which might be the, the toughest of the four league games that they've got left. They're going to be a heavy favorite at KPAC. They're going to be a heavy favorite at home against uh, Brown City. They're, after playing four really tough opponents to start the season, they don't really have another big game on their schedule until week nine uh, when they have to play uh, at uh, Bad Axe in another uh, crossover uh, game. But uh, that's that's a statement win by Ubley uh, tonight. Um, and don't look now, folks, but uh, the uh, the team that uh, is uh, tied with Ubley at the top of the league standings at 2-0 and is uh, Memphis. Memphis beat KPAC 
on uh, Friday night. Uh, they won the game uh, 26 to 18, and that makes the Yellow Jackets 2 and 0 in league play, and 2 and 2 overall. Um, and so it's actually for sole possession of first place next week when uh, Ubley travels to uh, Memphis. Although, in spite of all that, Ubley will be the heavy favorite in that uh, football uh, game. Uh, Brown City continues to struggle, and Marlette bounced back uh, after uh, losing uh, last week uh, to uh, Ubley, 56-21. Marlette uh, got the uh, the uh, air raid offense uh, going for 66 points in a 66-22 to win over Brown City. So Marlette is now 2-2. Two Overall, and Brown City falls to uh, 0-4 on the uh, season. And uh, Sandusky, who won big last week to get on the uh, board after losing their first two games, uh, had a a tough one uh, taking on Bad Axe on Friday night. And the uh, Hatchets, who are pretty good, won that game 27-6 over the Redskins. So uh, Sandusky, uh, in a non-league game, falls to 1-3 overall on the uh, season. They remain 1-1 in the GTC uh, East. All right, I'm going to grab a uh, break uh, here, and then I'll uh, come back and we'll wrap up the uh, Friday uh, scores uh, with a couple of uh, eight-man games and talk about what's going to happen on uh, Saturday because there will be uh, a couple of uh, Saturday tilts as well, including one that we'll have here on GetStuckOnSports.com. That's coming up in just a moment. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 918 
Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey with you. Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast. Um, Before I I get back uh, into the scores, just want to real quick let you know about a promotion that uh, we're running with Vincent's Heating and uh, Plumbing. Uh, When you come on the GetStuckOnSports.com website, you'll see the Vincent uh, banner right at the, the top. Click on that. Um, they're running a, a special offer right now, and, and you know it's that time of the year. Uh, we're going to get into the colder weather here, so it's a good time to get your furnace checked out to make sure that when the coldest day of the winter comes, your furnace isn't going out. You're ready for the uh, the winter months because that's how it always works. Central air always goes out on the hottest day. Furnace always goes out on the coldest day. Avoid all that. Um, there's a coupon there. You click on the ad, you'll find a coupon there for $20 off on service from Vincent's Heating and uh, Plumbing. And and then the other thing about this promotion is they're going to turn around and they're going to donate $20 to your favorite booster club. So whether it's the uh, athletic uh, boosters or if you're a band parent, they'll donate it to uh, the band boosters uh, as well so it's a chance where you can get service done on your furnace and have the uh, the the knowledge and and kind of the security that things are going to be fine this winter uh and also save twenty dollars on your service and get some money 
donated to your favorite uh, boost, high school booster club. So uh, it's a, a great opportunity there uh, to do a, a couple of things that will work out uh, in your favor. Uh, so just check that out the next time you're on the, the web page, maybe to listen to uh, a game or maybe you're going into the archive to listen back to a game or maybe you're just – going in to uh, get to uh, the uh, latest uh, podcast uh, show. Uh, take a second, click on it, print out that uh, coupon, and then uh, get the, the service done to your, your furnace and uh, and get $20 off and get $20 uh, sent to your favorite uh, boosters. Okay, enough about that. Let's uh, get into uh, the eight-man uh, football uh, games. There were just two scores from uh, Friday night. Deckerville uh, is now 4-0 and uh, oh, as uh, – well, last week they set all those records. They scored 82 points, uh, and uh, Bowerman had uh, seven touchdowns in the game, six in the first quarter, a first quarter that saw 70 points get scored, <laughs> 46 by Deckerville. They toned it down a little this week uh, and only scored 52. They beat New Haven Merritt, though, handily 52-8, to uh, eight. and so Deckerville is uh, now 4-0 and uh, oh on the uh, season, uh, and uh, Merritt – will uh, slip to uh, one and three uh, on the uh, season with that loss. And it doesn't get any better for the Mustangs because next week they've got to go to uh, Morris to take on the uh, Orioles, who have just been uh, riding roughshod over everybody that uh, they face uh, this season. And uh, for uh, Deckerville, they'll host Flint International uh, next uh, week. And uh, going into uh, this uh, week, uh, International hadn't won a game yet uh, this uh, season. Uh, and uh, the other uh, score from uh, Friday night, a big win for Peck. The Pirates stay undefeated. They're 4-0 and now and 3-0 and in league. And uh, really, it's... Uh, uh, unless Carsonville uh, Port Sandlack is the uh, the real deal, it, it's kind of a three team league in the stripes: Peck, North Huron, and Bay City All Saints. Uh, and Peck knocked off Bay City All Saints, uh, a twenty point victory, thirty four to fourteen. The Pirates get the uh, win uh, there, and uh, they're perfect through the first four weeks of the season. Big rivalry game at CPS next week for uh, Peck. CPS, by the way, 1-2 and two to uh, start the uh, the season, and they'll play 1-2 and two Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart uh, on Saturday. That's one of two Saturday games uh, going on in the uh, area. The other one is in 11-man football, and it will be Marine City Cardinal Mooney uh, in uh, Catholic uh, League Intersectional 2 play against uh, one of their big rivals, Royal Oak Shrine. Uh, we'll have the game for you on uh, Stream 01. I will be there. Uh, the kickoff has been pushed back, I understand, to 2 o'clock. So about 1.40 is when we'll get the uh, pregame going Saturday uh, afternoon from East China Stadium. But um, it's different this year, or at least on paper, it's different this year because Mooney's 3-0 and and Shrine is 0-3. And generally, in recent years, when these two teams have gotten together, it's been the opposite. But Mooney's really trying to turn the uh, the program around and really get a, a good culture going there again. Uh, Coach Joe Cannell took over four years ago. They lost their first eight games uh, and went one and eight the first year. But since those eight losses to start his career there, Mooney's 10 and 9 in the 19 games since including their 3 wins this year. 3 impressive wins too. 
on the road, 28-0 at Parkway Christian. Uh, and, again, you, you can go look up Parkway Christian. They're down this year, but traditionally they've been a very strong program since they've started playing football there. They got a 31-7 win at Lutheran Northwest where they were 30-some seconds away from getting a second uh, shutout. Then last uh, week they annihilated Liggett. Uh, Liggett, again, kind of handed it to them, but – Mooney took advantage of their opportunities and buried them 43-8. to And again, Liggett scored in the fourth quarter when Mooney had uh, a lot of uh, freshmen on the, the field that they wanted to get uh, minutes to. So Mooney's only given up two touchdowns this year, uh, and their offense has been clicking. They have an excellent running back in Hazen later. And again, I'm telling you, if he played for any other school in the area, he get talked about all the time, but because he's kind of hidden at Cardinal Mooney, people don't know about this guy, but Hazen Later's the real deal. He is a fun, exciting running back, and he does it in a lot of different ways. He, he, he can juke you. He can run through you. He can power run. He can speed run. Uh, and he's got good hands, too, catching the, uh, the football. And, and Mooney's got some other uh, nice uh, pieces, uh, too. So here's the deal. So Cannell worked at Shrine for 13 years. So he knows about that uh, program, and he's not going to say it, and, and, and this is what I like about him because he's about the kids. The game's about the kids and not about him and anything personal. But you know deep down inside he wants to win this uh, football game, and you know deep down inside his kids want to win the football game for him. Uh, and also, here's the other part about it. Mooney hasn't beaten Shrine for 29 years. 1992, they beat them 14-13 the first time the two schools ever played against each other. And since then, Shrine has beaten them 15 straight times. And most of those times, the score hasn't been close. I think the Shrine averages uh, 25 and a half points a game better than Mooney in the, the history of the uh, the games, and some of the scores have been even worse than that. So, uh, again, Mooney, if they can get the win, can go to 4-0. and They'd be the favorite the next week against Waterford Lakes. Uh, and then they'd have a test uh, at uh, Clarkston Everest on October 1st. That's, again, not putting the, the, the cart ahead of the horse. But that's kind of the one that, that you think if Mooney can – can keep rolling here through the next two weeks, uh, that game against Everest might be the league championship game there. And, uh, again, Shrine, uh, talking to Coach Canelli, he says, Shrine's not bad, and, and don't be fooled by the 0-3 uh, record, but uh, they have lost all three games. The last two weeks they've been on the road. Uh, they lost to Bishop Foley last week, 42-20. to That's another big rivalry game for them, even though Foley's not in the league anymore. They're in a different division, but uh, those two schools are, are literally like a couple miles down the road from each other, uh, and that's that's a big game uh, that uh, Foley won. Uh, they lost at Adrian Madison, 56-34, and they lost in week uh, one to Madison Heights, Madison, 34-6, to and that's kind of the one that, that sticks out there as, because we don't think Madison is that strong of a football team, and in fact, they got beat by Clintondale on Friday night, 16-12. to uh, to 12. So maybe Shrine just wasn't ready in week one, and Madison uh, 
was. But, um, again, we think uh, that we can throw the records out in this one, and in spite the fact that Shrine's off to an 0-3 start, expecting uh, a – or at least Cardinal Mooney's expecting and has prepared all week for what they think will be a a tough football game. But uh, Mooney's a nice story, and they've got a chance to go to 4-0, and they haven't started the season 4-0 in 16 years. So – Big game, Saturday afternoon for Mooney at East China Stadium against Shrine. And again, uh, 2 o'clock kickoff, and we'll be on the air at 1.40 for that one. And uh, that's uh, going to just about uh, do it for this one. Uh, don't worry, Brady fans. Uh, he's still around. He's just uh, on the uh, road uh, doing some uh, TV work for uh, – Wayne State uh, University's uh, doing some sideline reporting. Thought this was an excellent opportunity for him. Big resume piece, um, and there was absolutely no way at all I was not going to let him travel uh, with the uh, Warriors and do this. And thanks to Matt Shook for filling in. Matt did the Northern game uh, for us on Friday night, and that allowed me to get over to Armada and do the Armada game. So, again, uh, I think – uh, I think Matt had a few technical issues, but he had a crash course in learning the uh, equipment. So all in all, I think he did a, a pretty good uh, job, and we thank him for that. Uh, and, uh, again, Saturday afternoon, 2 o'clock for the Mooney game here on GetStuckOnSports.com, and that's going to wrap up this edition of the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.